Hello and welcome to the Good Stuff Podcast, the show where Matt, Craig, and Sam milk the teat that is the internet for the milk that is the content and stuff it into the Build-A-Bear that is your head through the perineum, which everyone knows is the seam of the body. I'm your moderator, Justin. Let's get stuffing. <laughs> Whoa, I feel like that intro was was a strange journey. <laughs> I don't I don't think we need any more than that. I think that's the whole episode. Oh, man. I, f- I feel like I need a shower after that intro. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. Whew. Oh, I f- man. I feel clean after that intro. <laughs> yeah, like it was cathartic. Like you, mm-hmm. you got that off your chest. It was a confession. I like a good long sentence. Yeah. They're hard to pull off, I think. Because you know you can make a sentence that's just a you know a run-on sentence. You right. never never stop talking, mm-hmm. but to really pull off a nice long sentence, which I did, it takes a lot of forethought. Mm-hmm. And I I felt that coming from the intro. Thank a lot you. Of, a lot of thinking. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's everyone drinking today? Uh, I got a. Uh, Deschutes variety pack. You drink the whole um, pack. Drink it simultaneously. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I I opened all of them. Oh, I see. You're in. wearing one of those twelve bottle hats. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. You just noticed that now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, thought, uh, I thought it was a crown. It was a little subtle. It was subtle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm drinking the. I just finished the Pacific Wonderland Lager, and I'm switching over to the Mirror Pond Pale Ale, day shoots. Yeah, something something's happening to me lately where I'm, like, interested in, like, the brown ales again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's a fall thing, right? Autumn comes around. You want to get into the dark beer? I, actually, honestly, I, like... I, I'd say, like, some, it happened this summer. Oh. Also, just, like, like, things with fruit in it or, like, brown ales for some reason. Like a year ago, I started getting into a year and a half maybe. I started getting into dark beers like porters and stouts, and mm-hmm. I'm still into them. I don't know yeah. what it, it must be. Late thirties, being in, being in your late thirties, it's the yeah. late thirties. I think it's just a lot of you know. You go to the beer store and you're just like, <sighs> I think I'm gonna do something else for five years. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I am kind of sick of. Uh, IPAs and pale and pale ales and stuff. Even though I'm drinking one right now. Yeah, I <laughs> but, mean, I'm, but, I'm, yeah. Generally, like, I have trouble buying like a six pack of IPAs lately. Yeah, yeah. don't I'm, know what that's about. Uh, well, well, it's probably oversaturation. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Just like, I feel like I'm sick of IPAs and that sort of super hoppy thing going on with them, and they, because they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. But I feel yeah. like I'm going in a different direction. I'm not going darker. I'm actually trying to go lighter. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to find some like nice lagers and like Kolsch style beers, like yeah. and like stuff that's oh, like yeah. like four percent. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I uh, I I I actually prefer that. I would go dark or go light. I don't IPA is like last on my list mm-hmm. of things I would choose. But I did get a variety pack. That's why I'm drinking a pale. Ale. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I still have an IPA once in a while, but yeah, it's kind of not not my go to these days again unless it has grapefruit in it oh yeah i love and it costs 14 dollars a six pack then i'm all about it for some reason yeah (laughs) yeah makes you feel like a high roller Mm -hmm. i'm having a uh dirty martini with a lot of uh bitters in it so it's pink oh yeah 
<laughs> it's very dark wait, wait. for a martini. <laughs> a martini with bitters in it? Yep. So it, does it have olive in it? It has some olive juice. Okay. And, you know, I don't, I all don't the regular put, ingredients. And I don't put bitters in a martini. Yeah, never I, done it. I, I actually have a hard time, like, wrapping my head around what that tastes like. <laughs> yeah. It's, it tastes fine. I usually just put, like, a drop or two, but I think I was just kind of like, blah, blah. And I, I tried to, you try to you ever try to do the shaker like a bartender? Like, you know mm-hmm. how they kind of like yeah, poke yeah. it out of their chest? Like that. I have yeah. trouble keeping it going. I have trouble <laughs> keeping the rhythm of it. Really? I, I guess I'd ever do it that way uh, now that I think about it. You should I, try just, it. Just do one-handed like. It's fun. It's fun. You should try it, Matt. Yeah, oh, yeah. you should try it. Wait, is it a gin or a vodka martini? Uh, gin. I'm not a monster. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. <laughs> But I still, I bitter. Is, I was so is disappointed when I heard James Bond drinks vodka martinis. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Vodka is like nothing to me. Well, good vodka is actually pretty good, but, but it's it's. Well, not, isn't it just like not bad? Isn't that what good vodka yeah, is? Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. It's just not that. It doesn't like have a whole lot of flavor. It's cold and and uh, yeah, not doesn't hurt. <laughs> In, yeah. uh, in the summer after my freshman year in college, I worked at a factory in Owatonna, Minnesota. Which one? Um, I used to live there. What was... Which, I never lived was there. It, which factory was it? Uh, How many factories was it Wanger? did Owatonna Was it Wanger? I mean, Wanger, was it, there. Wanger was a factory, right, Justin? Oh, I remember yeah. you working at a factory... Like the summer between some yeah. college semesters, yeah, or, or or college years, yeah, it was one summer. Or they built stages, right? Well, it was like musical. Oh yeah, you punched like, holes like, in metal, like, right? Yeah, I punched holes in metals for twelve hours a night. Yeah. Um, it they <laughs> that built sounds terrible. They oh built um, like music stands and music chairs, you know. Um, I think it was Winger. I can't really remember, but the point of the story, yeah, is, that that sounds right. There was a uh, an exchange student from Russia who worked there. She was supposed to work at Wisconsin Dells. That's what she was sent to the United States to do, was to work at Wisconsin Dells. But when she got to Wisconsin Dells, there were no jobs for her. <laughs> so they sent her to... The entire town? Like she went to the Chamber of Commerce. Supposed to go like, to Excuse Wisconsin me. Dells and promote Trump presidency. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, way back then. Yeah, laying the, yeah. Lay the groundwork. Yeah. <laughs> um, 18 years ago. Um, so somehow then, like, whatever the program was like, oh, well, I guess we got to find you a different job. And, you know, this this is the closest one, I guess. And um, she talked about vodka. And, you know, vodka is big in Russia. And what good vodka is in Russia. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Basically, what she said, good Russian, good Russian vodka was was the worst vodka that we have. <laughs> so, like, whatever Dmitri vodka or whatever, or oh yeah, uh, yeah. Or, or whatever, like you know, the grocery store brand vodka. Uh, that was like the good vodka, the vodka you can taste. You know, like that terrible, yeah. like I don't know, gasoline taste of yeah of Sounds bad great. vodka. That is the good vodka, and that. It was like you drink it out of pint glasses. <laughs> I also I've heard I've heard that there's like a serious alcoholism problem in Russia. It like sounds it's like not, it. It sounds not, like it. She seemed to yeah. Be, that's the picture she painted for me. 
Yeah, like it's not it's well, not a, like a it's not like a um cl- uh, what's the word? It's not like an exaggeration. It's not a caricature. It's like they they do drink vodka all the time there. Like a lot of a lot of people do. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Anyway. And, and when yeah. she talked about like the good vodka we have in the United States, she was like disappointed in it because she was like this doesn't taste like anything. It's just like water. Yeah. <laughs> like Grey Goose yeah. or whatever was just like this isn't vod- vodka. Mhm. Mhm. That's yeah. Well, I, I I can see that if you have if you drink vodka out of pint glasses, they want more <laughs> of an IPA vodka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to taste that. Yeah. Gasoline. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Oh, so what, what are we are you talking, talking, Matt? Oh, I'm drinking a um it's a wheat beer. <laughs> Hold on. I forgot what it was called. <laughs> oh, Matt's got to go away. To check to check his uh, wheat beer. Why is it so far away? Oh, he oh, yeah. poured it in a glass. <clears throat> it's yeah. It's called a. It's called Hopewell is the brewery. I think it's a local Chicago brewery. Yeah. That looks like a fancy can. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, it's like one of those cans that is uh, cheap. I don't know if it's cheap actually, but it's like they print the. You can see how they print the label on it. Like it's yeah, just yeah. the silver can. With a label printed on it instead of like, on the can. Yeah. yeah. Um, so not printed on it. No. Well, yeah. Well, the label is like kind of like a sticker. Oh. Okay. But like, oh yeah, it's wrapped it's, on it. Yeah. yeah. Which I've noticed is a. Uh, I've noticed more often now with yeah. like local breweries. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming that's either cheaper or maybe more environmentally friendly. Maybe both. Or maybe know. or maybe they uh, ordered the cans before they knew what their design was going to be. It seems like. That would be a good reason as well to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a beer a while ago. I can't remember what it was. It's a local beer, but like all all the labels were crooked and like bunched up and weird. <laughs> like it was just some some guy's last day, and he's just like, "Here's your label. Here's your label. Boom, bam." <laughs> yeah. Was the beer good? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was totally good. But it's like, <laughs> this is pretty strange. Like, yeah. just a crimp. Or crooked, or like kind of not stuck on the corner. <laughs> Every single one. So I thought I, that was interesting. I'm, I'm glad I, you're still alive after drinking that. But I like that that the the can itself like invokes like a story of like this employee who it, mm-hmm. it was his last day, or you know he had a bad day or something. Yeah, yeah, you get that. We never, we never get that from Budweiser. Or he broke you know? like all his fingers, and they yeah. made him work anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the underbelly of this brewery boom. Yeah, you just see like the the dark side of the brewing industry, the small brew in- micro brew industry, yeah. in the in the crinkle of a label. That's right. The- oh. How's the baby having, Matt? It's new for you. Yeah, it is new. Um, she's good. She's been very, very easy on us. She, That's awesome. Um, like right now, she's just, uh, I don't know, six feet away from me. She's mm-hmm. been sleeping for, I don't know, the past hour or so. Uh, yeah. she, she only cries, you know, for specific reasons. So, like, either she's hungry or she needs her diaper changed. Um, she doesn't cry just for no reason? No. 
She doesn't. Wow. There's always a, a specific that, my reason. My baby cried for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, baby cried. <laughs> my baby cried because she was awake. Hank well, was I, also I, a sleeper. Like uh, uh, we had other friends with babies at the same time, and it was we just wouldn't talk about it. Basically. Well, actually, uh, <laughs> Ada it was is a good sleeper. Yeah. Like she's all, she was a good sleeper throughout the night, but when she was awake, she screamed a lot. Wow. She just cried a lot. Yeah, I mean, uh, that being said, I also remember the first three months as this dark time that I, I don't remember clearly. But Yeah, yeah, it's a little it's a little hazy for me, too. I remember having, like, a lot of sympathy for people who shook their babies to death. I was like, oh, I could, <laughs> I could see how, like, if I was, like, 8% dumber, I could have a shaken-to-death baby. Only on 8%? Only 8%? Yeah, because I was like, I'm pretty close. Yeah, I'm I mean, I, I, I there were moments here. where I was, <laughs> there were moments where I was very frustrated, and yeah, yeah, I got, yeah well, <laughs> a baby crying, and like, my baby's very easy, and it's very easy to soothe her, but like, a crying baby is one of the most anxiety-inducing things on the planet <laughs> to me, anyway. Like, it's just it's like, a real call to action. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, what do I do? <laughs> yeah, what do I have to do? <laughs> yeah, you're the one responsible now, yeah. so you you have to do something. Or, or decide to do nothing. I do remember another thing from back then is like you would, uh, you occasionally feel like you have things figured out, then everything goes like sideways for a week, mm-hmm. and you're like, "What is happening?" And it's it's usually something like, like obvious that you're just not doing or don't remember, but they're just tired for some reason that you didn't know about. That's that's what I remember is just like constantly being like thrown off like, oh, we got it. We don't have it. Oh, we got it. We don't have it. Well, I, I remember just never having it. It was she was screaming. <laughs> she was uh, she was able to sleep, but she was just she would just scream. We I would have to just constantly be carrying her all the time. That was basically it. Yeah. But it sounds like you're having a, a an easy go of it right now, Matt. Yeah, it's it is pretty easy. Um, yeah. Like she. You know, she sleeps through most of the night. I mean, she'll get up, wake up, you know, whatever. You know, she's supposed to be feeding every three hours or so. But sometimes she'll sleep longer. So, like, we'll get, like, a pretty good night's sleep. At least I do, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> that's good. Well, that's uh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> she got any teeth or is she talking yet? or? No, no, no. She's oh. three weeks old today. All, All right. right. So another couple weeks. It's talking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like full sentences. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She'll be ready to give her dissertation in like a couple months. Yeah. She so. can take Sam's spot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sam's not here today. Everyone who's still listening about us talk about beer and babies. <laughs> <laughs> They've been just waiting the entire time. Like, why is Sam so quiet? <laughs> why aren't they asking Sam about what he's drinking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I meant, to, I meant to address that immediately, but forgot. So, uh, ba, 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 I don't know what Craig has to talk about, but Matt, you want to talk about whales? Yeah. Um, Craig, were you able to look at this article? Uh, actually, no, I have not looked at the article. But it was on the internet. I, so. I, do, have, I do have a thing that I will uh, introduce later but let's talk about your thing first well i could sort of describe what it is and i guess it's not an article it was it was a uh, podcast so we're doing a podcast 
<laughs> talking about a podcast. But I, I didn't actually listen to the podcast. I read the transcript of the podcast. Um, <laughs> okay. Because it's faster. Was that connected to that? Because I, all I saw was, you know, listen to this podcast. There was, was like, it was oh, like, I'll, it was I'll a go tab. look that up on my podcast app later. And I did not do that. That's fine. So you, you haven't listened to the podcast either? Uh-uh. Okay. So I'll, I'll give you the rundown on it. I don't think you've got an idea of what it's about. Yeah. Basically, so whales. Everybody loves whales now, right? You know, like nobody wants to kill whales. Although, I mean, people kill whales. Some people do want to kill whales. But in general, people love whales. There's, you know, we've had all these movies. We have like Free Willy. We have like Flipper. We got Star Trek IV, Uh, The Voyage Home. What's that recent documentary about the SeaWorld whale? Blackfish. Blackfish. Yeah. 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 so there's there's a lot of sympathy for whales, a lot of. I guess it's not that recent, but okay. Yeah. And dolphins, <laughs> yeah. you know, dolphins are like a new age icon. Whale song, you know, we all know about it. We listen to it, you know, when we're meditating. Oh yeah, and song whale, the the music the service that everyone uses. Yeah, yeah. See, so it's like everywhere. It's permeated the culture. <laughs> you know, saving the whales is basically synonymous with saving the earth. And, right. Okay. Yeah. But that was not the case like 50 years ago. <laughs> like yeah. 50 years ago, whales were still being hunted uh, and turned into products. It, like margarine was like the number one thing that like whales were turned into. What? <laughs> I didn't know about that. Yeah. Like in the 60s, it was they they were still doing this. Um, okay. They were. I can't remember the number exactly. It was something like one whale was killed every eight minutes. That seems to like make... that seems like like we're finding a reason to kill these whales because like, <laughs> the, the world we already had doesn't butter. want or need margarine, but we got to kill these whales. Well, that's, supposedly that's the... margarine was like a healthier version of butter, right? Right. At the t- y- y- um, yeah, I think so. <laughs> but I but I don't think that's actually true. Yeah, I don't know. I don't uh, think so. Yeah. Uh, but. That I didn't know they they were made from whale margarine was was whales. Yeah, I don't know if all I don't know what percentage of margarine was made from whales, but like what a large what, what part like whale blubber or what? I would assume so. Yeah, getting it from yeah. the blubber. Okay. Um, but in that um, on that podcast and the transcript I read, tell the story. They tell the story of one of the scientists who um, basically pioneered the study of whale song, and uh, back at this time. Nobody really knew about whale song that much, you know. We didn't know. Are we talking and about the seventies? This is the sixties. Sixties. Yeah. Right. Okay. We're talking about the sixties. Yeah. So in like nineteen sixty-seven, uh, I think it's I think it was Roger Payne. Uh, was the name of the scientist? I actually can't remember exactly. Well, you know where I, you know where I learned about whales singing was Star Trek Four. Yeah, that's the, the where voyage I, home. Where I, An interesting yeah, thing, and I'll yeah. get to that later. But like that was <laughs> okay. that came out nineteen that came out nineteen eighty-six. Yeah. And yeah. that is actually kind of a seminal year <laughs> for whales. Uh, yeah. Well, that's great. I should have, I think, I should have these articles up on my computer. So can but, we blame Star Trek for saving the whales? Star Trek isn't, I wouldn't say it was a cause. It was more of a symptom. Uh, <laughs> but um, uh, because okay. by that, because at that moment, basically everybody was on board with saving whales. And so it sort yeah. of like culminated with Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home, where the whole point 
with you know what i was saying like the the uh saving the whales and saving the earth became kind of the same idea like the environmentalist idea um yeah. in star trek 4 they made it literal <laughs> where they had to save yeah. the whales to bring them to the future to save the planet from a giant spoiler a spoiler. giant spacecraft yeah um uh anyway so back in 1967 we're still just killing tons of whales all the time turning them into margarine mostly or, or like just grinding up their bones into fertilizer and so what a stupid thing so this, what this a sounds this sounds nuts. They, they were like fuel and stuff too right well They're that like... was that was back in the day like yeah but that was replaced by oil basically like petroleum uh-huh. so like so it was it, just too inefficient to yeah we could get we, point. you could get it out of the ground much easier and if there was a way to get margarine out of the ground, like oil, that's what we would do. But but we but it was much. I think easy. that's what we do we, now. <laughs> I guess yeah. we just grow it. But um, do, do we? Do people still use margarine now? Is that a, yeah, they still thing? use margarine. It's just I, I use what's basically margarine, like olive oil based butter. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Isn't it just like a vegetable oil based yeah. butter? Right. Yeah. Yeah, margarine's not going away. All right, I'm, I I just use butter. Sure, I also yeah. use butter, but yeah, I was a vegan for like a hot minute. Some things yeah. stuck. I'm gonna be a vegan in January, so. Oh yeah, that's a that's you could, a, that's you a that separate the, topic for a month. Yeah, but that's a separate topic. Let's go back to whales, Matt. So, 1967, we're killing whales all the time still. This guy, um, the scientist, hears about a beached uh, whale, in, I think on the coast of California somewhere, goes to check it out. Um, and when he gets there, the whale, the whale has been mutilated. So, I don't know, imagine, you know, you hear about whales being beached today. Um, and, you know, people come out and they try to save the whale, right? You know, right. this happens all the time. People try to get the whale back in the water. So, but back in this day, this is how much people thought of whales back then. He comes and he shows up and like the whale's been mutilated. Like its fins have been cut off. There's like a cigar stuck in its blowhole. And he's, he's kind of like taken aback by it. You know, he's a scientist. So like he wanted to go check it out and he's sort of dispassionate about it. But he's also kind of disgusted by what like just random people did to this whale. You know, it's hard to imagine people doing that today. Uh, so this kind of sparked this guy's interest in just like studying whales and trying to change people's ideas about them. Um, and what happened basically was the U S military, uh, was trying to track Soviet submarines and they had a real problem was that with whales making a bunch of noise in, (laughs) in the ocean and making it hard for them. Well, they basically had to distinguish between the sound uh, that whales were making and the sound that submarines were making. So they were, you know, they had a, a part of the military just studying whales and there's the noises they make. And a scientist who was a part of that came out of the, came from that and started talking to this guy and basically told him about the songs that whales make. And at this point, they didn't really think of them as songs, just like the noise that they make. And so he started studying it. And around the same time, at the same time, we started doing spectrograms, which was basically like, you know, 
in GarageBand, you see a waveform. And we, this became mm-hmm. a, a, this, this process became more common where you'd print out what the sound looks like. So he started printing out a whale song so that he could look at it and try to find patterns in it. And when he looked at it, he found patterns, just like, just like songs, just like language. And this was the huge breakthrough. And now this, this guy basically dedicated his life for like the next 10 years uh, to promoting whale song. And he did this uh, by basically okay. selling albums. He sold an album of whale song <laughs> in like 1971. <laughs> Roger Payne is this guy's name. And I, I thought you were you, you're looking at your computer to look up his name. I, I was hoping you were look, you were going to play some audio. <laughs> and here's well, a clip. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, you've you've heard it. You know what it yeah. sounds like. Wait, wait. Is it something like? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And it's okay. funny because you'd expect it to be like, "Hey, <laughs> I'm a whale." <laughs> I'm so big. <laughs> Their songs are very lewd. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got a blowhole. <laughs> it's it's so he started basically uh, uh, partnering with musicians. He not only released an album of whale recordings, but like got musicians to play with whale song so like the singer back in track yeah like the singer judy collins released a best-selling album called whales and nightingales which featured some of his whale recordings uh a composer uh composed some music that went along with the whale songs in 1970 um they were included on the voyager the voyager spacecraft golden record kate bush did an album with a with some whale song on it and all this stuff you know it, it this is the the whale song itself like got people to understand that the the whales were more than just big floating chunks of margarine <laughs> and fertilizer <laughs> like it got, got people to understand that they were actually animals not that just they were actually well, more than animals. not just a giant cigar holder <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but, you know more than animals like they were actually mm-hmm. you know because like the the spectrogram if you if you take a spectrogram of of human language you, there's a certain complexity that you can see in it you see repeated you know waveforms and a certain amount of complexity within the way in the you know, in the speech that we have. And if you, and it doesn't matter what language, it's always the same com- complexity. And whales have the, the si- exhibit the same complexity as we do. So mm-hmm. uh, they, in some ways, like they are, they have a language just as complex as we do. And that was the idea was that like through these whale songs, they're able to show that the whales are, you know, they are sentient beings a lot like us <laughs> and maybe it's, we shouldn't be slaughtering them wholesale yeah <laughs> yeah it's kind of it's kind of sad that we you have to convince people that oh they they have a similar quality in their the way that they talk so we shouldn't kill them like i mean you, you could it should be that you know they're just giant living things and we're killing a lot of them that should be enough yeah you know? yeah well exactly yeah. i mean 
people didn't care about that back then at all, you know. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, maybe today they had a lot going different. on. So, well, well, yeah, it was a busy time. It was a busy time. I mean, it was kind of it was kind of the goal back then to just use up everything as fast as you could. <laughs> oh yeah, we have all this stuff. We should use it. Yeah. Yeah. We're all there's so many of there us. Are there any theories on like what whales are saying? Like, well, they're saying the same thing over and over. Is it like? Hello, welcome to the ocean. How can I help you? Well, what do they say in Star Trek Four? Um, I, I don't think they ever specifically communicate with them, but like, you oh. remember the scene where Spock jumps into the tank and he mind melds with the the humpback yeah. whale. Yeah. Um, he's able to talk that way with them, but that's more of like you know telepathic speech. Yeah. But what? But what are they actually saying? In, I think yeah. this theory. Justin's question. I mean, there's theories like we've never been able to like totally decipher their language because like one of the biggest goals that like uh, these scientists had was to actually engage in conversation with these whales. That's another goal was not only to, uh, you know, bring to light that these are intelligent creatures, you know, with language, possibly culture, and we shouldn't be, you know, slaughtering them, but also to be able to engage in conversation with them which we've never mm-hmm. been able to do because we've never been able to figure it out. Uh, what, what, I mean, what, what, what could they be saying? I, I guess it, it would be something like I'm over here. Uh, yeah. Or uh, I'm heading this way. Yeah, I'm headed this direction. I mean, that is, there's, there's, that's, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of krill here for me, for us. Yeah. That's exactly. I think <laughs> the theories that you're, you're sort of just saying the theories that we have out there. Is that they mm-hmm. say where they are? I think mm-hmm. they say if they're in trouble, um, you know, and or if they're like mating, they're trying to call for mates. Um, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I got a blowhole. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And you know, and they're calling across in you know the entire ocean. Hurry so like. Up. So they're also. <laughs> <laughs> so they're also just saying where they are and where they're going to you know yeah so that's that's about as far as i think we've gotten with it <laughs> yeah that's cool i like whales i don't know what i don't know what these people are doing not liking whales well you know if you think about it like think about like moby dick like the whale is like a monster in it <laughs> you know like it's this unknown unstoppable creature that have you read has... that have you read that book I've read a couple chapters of it. <laughs> you know what's great is the first chapter of that book. I've read. Yeah. The, I think I've read the first <laughs> chapter. Oh, it's so great! It's, Where it's just like a it's like a beautiful poem, and it's just like perfect. And then like we have to get through this whale story. Well, yeah, it's what he's is, just which, which is which is you know it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> that, never that read was, it. That was my impression of well, it. Yeah, well, the first chapter. I mean, I remember liking it. I just. Uh, I think I started reading on my phone, and it's mm-hmm. not not a good place to start reading <laughs> Moby Dick. No. So it's so it's a so the book is a, an example of a good premise, it like sets everything up with a well, poem. Well, the, the, the first beginning. chapter is just he's kind of hanging out at a bar, right, or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of like yeah, oh, and he yeah. goes to a church or something, and and he's explaining like why he goes and like works on a a boat crew. I can't remember the language of it, but I just remember. It, being very sing-songy mm-hmm. and like a perfect beginning and end like a poem to like a chapter and it just flowed all the way through 
then it's like ah now we're on the boat yeah <laughs> no i think that's yeah. that's right also uh, master and commander is a nightmare dumb book actually nightmare is the wrong word it's i liked the movie i i didn't see the movie but the book is like here's this guy he has a uh it's not written from the the guy who's it who it's about uh perspective it's another guy on the ship but he has a series of stunning successes and yeah he has one setback and he has been breaking the law to have all these successes and he could get in trouble, but he kind of doesn't, and he goes back to work. <laughs> that so not not much happens. So not like yeah. a fan of the hero's journey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like, wow, everything's going good for this guy. Yeah, everything yeah, worked yeah. out for this guy, except it almost <laughs> didn't. But then it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> So don't so don't read that book if you're thinking about it is my suggestion. I, I I liked the movie, but I haven't seen it in a long time, so I don't remember. Don't I I, I can't recommend it. Um, Wasn't Jake? Hey our man, friend Jake you got Jarvie any more whale in, stuff in that to movie? talk about? Yeah, Jake. Our friend Jake Jarvie was an extra in that movie. That's a newer movie, right? Uh not really. No, <laughs> no. It was like did it come out in like two thousand? <laughs> yeah, like early two thousands or okay. late nineties. He's also an extra in Old School, mm-hmm. yeah, which was around the same time. I don't think he's... Oh, is, okay. Is Jake actually on... Does he have any screen time in Master and Commander? I think he may have brief screen time in Master and Commander, but he has a lot of screen time in Old School, oh, yeah, yeah. actually. He's, he's almost like a major character. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't have any lines, no. but he's, like, he's, like, he's there a lot. He's definitely a major extra in the background. He's one of the... One of the guys who's doing all the training mm-hmm. that they that they're training to do stuff. Um. Uh. Hey guys. Hey, it's my turn. Oh, I just wanted to. <laughs> one, one thing I wanted to bring yeah. up was, uh, so in 1986, the same year that Star Trek IV: The Voyage Home came out, the International Whaling Commission put a moratorium on commercial whaling. So, uh-huh. like, there was they shut down that <laughs> whaling basically the same year that that movie came out so i feel like the movie was kind of was writing the the zeitgeist of anti-whaling yeah. culture at the time yeah i doubt it was like the cause no. of shutting down no 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 <laughs> yeah are people still whaling somewhere? yeah yeah they they do it in japan and maybe some scandinavian countries still do it um and there's Isn't definitely there a like show a whaling there a tv show? show there was like a discovery channel show about about uh, illegal whaling about like about people trying to stop it. Yeah, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember that. what it was. I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, I was like, I'm in full support of that show. I will not watch it because <laughs> you know it sounds boring for some yeah. reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of does. Well, one of the yeah. big turning points in this whole saga uh, was when Greenpeace like went out and started stopping whaling ships, you know, like they put themselves in front of the, the whales like that. Mm-hmm. That's, that started happening because of what this guy did. Like the uh, people went out there and basically put themselves in the way of the harpoons. Yeah. That's, that's more noble than making a Star Trek movie. I think. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> what I like about the Star Trek movie, if you remember, in the end, um, the whales are released. Like the whole, the, the, there's a whole like deadline in the movie. Like they can't keep the whales anymore, so they're gonna just let them out into the ocean and if and like the big problem is like oh if they go in the ocean they're gonna get hunted and they in the end like they get set out into the ocean they get kicked out of the the safe uh aquarium and set into the ocean and immediately there's a whaling ship after them (laughs) (laughs) damn it it was just waiting it was just waiting (laughs) there are whales over there and we're gonna get them immediately immediately they're being hunted and the the crew of the Star Trek Enterprise Starship Enterprise have to save have to save the whales before they get harpooned. Oh, nice. Spoiler I don't, I don't spoiler they get the whales. Uh, <laughs> and uh, then they eat them. Yeah. <laughs> it's super weird. It's a weird series of films. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the um, director's cut. I, I don't think I've finished a Star Trek movie. I watched uh, I think I've Even seen the newer it. ones? I think I watched when they came out every episode of The Next Generation. Well, yeah, I guess I watched the... The the J.J. Abrams ones? Yes, I've, the, I've seen all of them, and I remember the first one. <laughs> the first... The, the, sec, the, the second one is... It's kind of the same as the first one and not super great. Third one, I was okay. You know what else I think of is like there's a Star Trek ship and Beastie Boys sabotage plane. Yeah, Yeah. I mean that's that's the uh, that's pretty good summary. That's the whole point of the (laughs) the movie. Yeah, I really that's what they're trying to say. I really like the first uh, J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie. I think it's really well done. Yeah, Uh, I like it. So do I. Is it a debate? No, I don't. I I don't think so. But I think there was. I liked all three of them, but they but the second two are just kind of. Yeah, good. I'm not, not as in like I don't really like the second one. The third one is fine. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm not a, I'm not a huge Trekkie to begin with. Like I, I guess I, I guess I haven't I've seen the first one and the second one, and the fourth one obviously. Yeah, like I uh, I I love every every single sci-fi premise, but I have trouble with a lot of sci-fi stuff. Just forgiving like bad acting or just like weird, you know choices that they have to make because they don't have all the money in the world yeah that's yeah, that, yeah. yeah there's a lot of that in star trek i've yeah <laughs> i've seen every single episode of every star trek oh, wow. wow even the brand new one yeah the one that's airing now yeah even yeah. all that oh. upn jazz yes so so you are definitely a trekkie then yeah i've, I've seen every single episode <laughs> like i feel like the, what 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 years was it on upn but i just feel like there was like everything was washed in gray sauce so like it's just like <laughs> quit watching me i'm so boring stop <laughs> i'm gray i'm boring jessica wants you to know that she's seen every single episode too wow okay. that's impressive <laughs> I've seen I I I, uh, I watched a bit of Deep Space Nine when it was on way back when, and I enjoyed that. And I watched the uh, 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 like I started trying to watch from the beginning uh, Next Generation. I've seen several episodes of it later on, but like I started from the beginning and I just couldn't. I've yet, to, I've to, yet to see there's a Next Generation that I haven't seen. I I I. I was pretty dedicated to the first season of the uh, Quantum Leap season of or show of Star Trek. <laughs> oh, Scott Bakula. <laughs> yeah. Enterprise. Yeah, that's yeah. that's uh yeah. 
low point. Yeah, in the yeah. in the franchise. I actually, I was very young and and uh, a, a a young boy, but I was like, I don't like that they make this girl wear these fake boobs. <laughs> this is super dumb. I'm gonna stop watching this. I yeah. saw her on a talk show talking about it. Wait, they were fake. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, <laughs> I thought they just you know hired her for her natural acting ability. Well, they wait, did. Wait. They, wait, they added the they, boobs. Are you saying the show added fake boobs, or that she had fake boobs? No, they, I, they I thought they were, I thought they were natural. Oh, oh, I wasn't sure who you're talking to there. <laughs> I'm talking to both of you. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't realize that. That that is really dumb <laughs> yeah it was unnecessary it's not like she didn't have them is the new star trek any good oh it's great i i i was i the first episode i was pretty into i guess what, but i was where, like where eh. do you watch the new star trek on the internet it's on cbs isn't it yeah it's on the cbs uh, streaming network oh okay i'll check that out it's great um i think it's you know, like, so this is Deep Space Nine, I think is the best Star Trek series. I, I enjoyed the episodes but, I saw of that. But it sort of depends on you've seen Next Generation, and which Next Generation is the best Star Trek <laughs> series. <laughs> wait, wait, you said, you said they both were. I thought you said. Wait a second. <laughs> wait a second. Like, wait a second. So, like, there's. In my mind, there's basically they're dependent on each other. Next generation is is great. It's it is it's like a classic. It takes the original series and like makes it better, and does a bunch of things with the expands the universe and does you know it's got uh, Patrick Stewart in it. You know. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. I've seen so I, that's the one I've seen the most of, yeah. and I've, I I there are many episodes that I liked of that sh- it, of that show. And, but I tried from the beginning and I couldn't do it. And Deep Space Nine is basically. Let's, let's. You love Next Generation. Let's, uh, let's defy your expectations, and we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna take everything you've learned about the, uh, the, um, the Federation. You know everything you believe in, and we're gonna twist it. We're gonna make it. You know, like you, we're gonna make you doubt, like everything <laughs> you believe in, and it's great. And the characters are great well, in that one too. Yeah. Um. And then there's like Voyager, and Voyager's fun. I'm not even sure what I believed in, so it's hard for me to, yeah, to, to grab a hold of what you're saying. I well, like the one where like uh, Data gets all horned up. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's a I think that's a a season one or two episode. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Like Craig, you said that you uh, started from the beginning of Next Generation. Yeah. Um, season yeah. one is pretty brutal, as I yeah. As I recall. Season one and and two, I would say, are. <laughs> not great yeah it's one of those yeah that, but that's that's kind of yeah. typical of uh star trek is that it takes a couple seasons for the the series to actually take off like it's even yeah. with deep space nine deep space nine takes like three or four seasons to get really i good. think with star trek my impression of the episodes of it i've seen and of some of the movies is that it's like it's more about the idea than it is about the execution of the idea yeah it's just like for sure it's just like we have this cool idea for a sci-fi thing and we're just going to tell you it. And, and then every, everyone's going to react to it and who cares? Who cares how they react to it? Um, 
that's a cool idea. That's basically what I, I my impression of an episode of Star Trek. It's yeah. At some point, someone explains the whole idea, and then everyone <laughs> is very dry. <laughs> yeah, everyone's <laughs> like, "Well, that was fun. Let's move on." Yeah. Um. Yeah. And like, yeah, like Next Generation. It's a lot of it is you know, episode by episode. Like, there, there's not a lot of connection between the episodes. I mean, there is. There's mm-hmm. the, obviously a bigger story, and they, it's like internally consistent. But there's not a lot of yeah. like overarching storylines, and there are there are a few within Next Generation, and they're great. But Deep Space Nine has like a huge overarching storyline that yeah. spans most of the series, uh, and that was um, Ronald D. Moore was a part of that. You know, he he was a part of um, oh, Battlestar um, Galactica, Battlestar? the yeah. reboot. Yeah, yeah. he Which ended he, perfectly. No, <laughs> <laughs> I recently watched. Uh, Someone showed the last scene. Like, I don't know how I stumbled upon it on YouTube, but just like basically someone making fun of the last scene of Battlestar, like the very last scene. Like, yeah. where they're in the city, yeah. and it's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, I forgot how bad yeah. this was. Yeah. Oh my God, that was so awful. <clears throat> but Everything was very disappointing. At the, the whole, end of that. The, the whole last season and a half, you're just like, this isn't gonna go how I want it to go. No, yeah, and you know yeah, what? Was... Like, I've always thought that'd be a cool sci-fi idea that like we came to Earth from somewhere else, but they managed to make it real horrible. Yeah, they did. <laughs> well, they, they everything else, everything they set up had a horribly disappointing ending. Yeah, it was just like, uh, and 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 from the very beginning, they're like, and and they have a plan. They didn't have a plan. <laughs> they didn't have oh, a sure. plan at, at all. It was, they lied to us right from the beginning. Yeah, they lied to I mean, us. I mean, that's a that's a common thing. I don't think George Lucas had a plan after the no. first Star Wars movie either. No, probably not. But but he did kind of nail it in the second one. Yeah, yeah, he did a good job. Um, but the the newest Star Trek, Star Trek Discovery, um, I think I was saying that the, it usually takes a couple seasons, or uh, yeah, a couple seasons for, to get into to get to, for a Star Trek series to finally you know find its footing Mm -hmm. i feel like star trek discovery like takes off and it's great right away yeah that's the newest one yeah yeah like i didn't i i liked i kind of liked the first episode but i remember just being kind of like yeah it's all right i don't need to watch more but it did it did seem a little more um a little more intense and action a little more action-packed than a normal than the the star trek i'm used to yeah the first the first episodes are um, and it is, I think, overall. Yeah. Um, but there is, yeah. like, Star Trek has a little bit of levity, and there's, like, moments of, like, kind of, oh, we're going to have this, you know, minor problem or whatever, a conflict happen, and we're going to deal with it. And yeah. and uh, Discovery has that, too. And Discovery also has a uh, an overarching storyline, um, like Deep Space yeah. Nine. Uh, well, that's good. Maybe you know I think it is good. It's it's a cool storyline, and I mm-hmm. like that it's from the perspective of somebody who is not the captain, um, and the captain is sort yeah. of they're at odds with the captain a lot of times because of their background. Like one thing, like I am the pilot. I would oh, that's say that's cool. I like the I like the sound of that. 
the the yeah. pilot I feel like is not indicative of what the rest of the series is about. Although it's it's sort of like it's the backstory for the rest of the series. Yeah. And wait. Yeah, it's, it's like a like, prologue. Oh, now I'm less excited. But well, it's just <laughs> it, I kind of feel like it's necessary. I mean, if I were the creator, the showrunner of it, I would have been like, let's just start off at the start. And then we're right. going to have flashbacks to this prologue and be and reference this pro- prologue, and eventually you'll get the you'll see why this happened. Instead, they just did like here's the prologue, here's the and now the series starts. Um, yeah, which is fine. I mean, it, it's it's totally fine as it goes along. But I I was I remember f- feeling at the first episode like like this feels like a lot of buildup for some, mm-hmm. and then it's like oh now we're st- it finally the the show is starting. After the pro, after the, the, the pilot, basically, finally the show is starting. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right. Well, we've gotten through our recommendations segment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, it, that's what we do every episode. Yeah. Yeah. We t- we we recommend Star Trek every episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The next we go th- over all of it and recommend <laughs> the newest thing. <laughs> Yeah, next week is like a a breakdown of our favorite data episodes in Next Generation. <laughs> yep, but first we go through all of it, and then yes. Well, yeah, you have to have a you have to have the background. You have to have a foundation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who did Data have sex with? <laughs> yeah, with the the security officer, uh, is it Tasha. The Tasha lady? Yeah, Tasha Yar. Excuse me, gentlemen, I have to go to the bathroom again. Okay. <laughs> they really didn't deal with like. I mean, the repercussions. The ship, no one would stop talking about that <laughs> for the rest of the series. Even I think she leaves after season two or something. She dies. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, still, people would be like, "Remember that time when Data had sex with that lady?" <laughs> and she was all like, "That was awesome." <laughs> yeah. Very strange. Well. I mean, that's the thing about Next Generation is that there wasn't a lot of, like, usually, unless it was, like, a a huge, like, galaxy-spanning problem, they wouldn't really be talking about stuff that happened in <laughs> previous episodes. That'd be great if they had an episode where, the, like, just, just, just the captain and number one with his slightly changing beard yeah. throughout the years <laughs> just had a long conversation about, remember the time... When we did, <laughs> when this happened and this happened, because it's like every episode is really crazy. Well, you know that um, when, it, well, in both Deep Space Nine and Next Generation, there's a thing where they say, "What do they? What do they call it when when they get their beard?" Um, that's when the the series gets good because the first like two seasons of Next Generation, Riker number one doesn't have a beard. Yeah. But once he gets, oh, he the, has, once he, he has no beard, he, no beard, and once he grows the beard, that's when the the series gets good. Does <laughs> the thickness of the beard have anything to do with? Like, no, because sometimes it's just, sometimes it, it's like a boy band beard, and sometimes it's no. Like, it, that doesn't matter. It's just on or almost off. a normal beard. On or oh. on or off. Uh, it's just binary. It's yeah. a binary beard. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's zero beard or one beard. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> And um, in this, the same thing in Deep Space Nine, uh, Captain Sisko doesn't have a beard at, at first for the first, whatever, three seasons. 
But once he grows his goatee and shaves his head, that's when it gets good. That's when you know he's taking testosterone pills. (laughs) All right. So Craig has a topic. Well, no, but it is, it, it is, it's kind of, I didn't expect us to go on quite a Star Trek cha- uh, tangent um, because I, I was hoping my, I, I have a question Oh. and I was hoping, I was hope I was hoping it would lead us down a similar tangent, but we've already done it. Please um, be Star Trek related. No, it's not Star Trek related. <laughs> I mean, it could be, I suppose, but, uh, so I, I've, I've quit the internet for this month. For a video I'm working on. How um, close so are you I to have, done? What's that? Are you done with that or is it still happening? Uh, five more days, end of the month. Wow. Or six more days. Um, yeah, I mean, I've quit the internet with exceptions, like being able to talk to you guys right now right. and and some other stuff, but basically like no social media, no news and stuff. So I haven't, I wasn't able to find a news story to talk about. So I, my, my thing for this, this, uh, month this week whatever however often we put these episodes out uh is i just have a question for you okay mm-hmm. okay because i was very uh, thinking back to do you Justin's want a drum roll no okay okay sure yeah let's do it craig's question of the week drum roll please oh keep it going keep it going hopefully matt puts in a drum roll later uh actually hopefully he doesn't uh, I've done it every time is, so far. So I want your top three favorite action movies. Oh, top three? Yes. Um, Should I go first? Sure. Yeah, yes. You, please yeah, go, go first. first, so I can steal uh, from you. Okay. Uh, I think my top three are, um, and I don't not in yeah maybe in order. Uh, Die Hard. Uh, Mad Max, The Road Warrior, and the newest Mission Impossible movie. Yep. I haven't seen the newest Mission Mission Impossible movie, but everyone says that. It's just great. Have you seen the other ones? I saw... Yeah, I have seen the last two, and I got to tell you, I remember nothing except the end of uh, the one with... uh, I can't remember anyone's name now. They're all sitting at a table at the end. And uh, I just remember. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's the fourth one. That's um, with uh, Ving Rhames and um, uh, Simon Pegg. Huh. Uh, right. What about a uh, guy who was in the movie with the bombs that he disarmed? <laughs> and uh, the no, oh 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 um, the, bu- Jeremy- the bomb disarmer. Je- Ren- uh, what's his name? Renner? Jeremy Renner. Jeremy, Jeremy Renner. Renner. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's he's there too. Yeah. Okay, they're all sitting yeah. at that table, and I yeah, all I remember Seattle. about that movie is being like, "What is this? What is this?" <laughs> Happy the ending. The That's what I remember yeah. about the last two movies. Is that yeah. part of that movie? And the rest actually, of- I think that that movie's awesome. I love that. The movie. rest of it, I, saw- I don't remember at all. I saw it. Saw it in the theater. <laughs> I mean, I I like. I liked all of, except for the second Mission Impossible, I think is a terrible movie. But the the other ones, I think, are all great. It's just that the the latest one is just slightly better. I mean, if if it wasn't for the latest one, I probably would have picked that one, the the one the one with the people sitting at the table at the end, the fourth one. Um, 
but the it's just just really 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 good it's like the the authenticity partially because of tom cruise doing all of all of his own stunts makes it makes it crazy um but i don't know something about those mission impossible movies i really like but also something about die hard i really like too yeah, yeah. die hard's on my list too that that came to mind immediately uh when you said yeah. that um yeah i think that most people would think of die hard not me maybe though. not what's that not me oh not you it's not on my not list you. well yeah but you'd think of it yeah i would <laughs> think <not>. of it <laughs> i actually yeah. thought of it first yeah it, it, uh, came, it came to mind first when you yes. when you were thinking of it yeah me but too when and i, I think, think about like what i'd actually like to watch again then it then it uh slips down a bit yeah I don't know about that. I would, I would watch. I've seen it many times. I love Die Hard. I yeah, could watch I'd sit it. down and watch it pretty much any time. I think. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, uh, I guess I've, I've seen it enough. I feel like, like unless yeah. I'm watching it with someone who hasn't seen it, then I, I don't yeah. want to watch it. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I could see that. I guess so, I'll do mine since I've. Yeah, yeah, do it. I, I, I talked all sorts of s about Die Hard. <laughs> uh, I would say, the first Kill Bill. This is in no particular yeah. order. Yeah, First that was Kill up Bill, there for me. The last Mad Max movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Favorite. and some some Born Identity mo- Born movie. One of those. I kind of like like the cluster of. I think I like like the first three. And yeah. I, I don't distinguish between them. I'll watch any of them. I've yeah. only seen the first three. I haven't seen which the fourth did, and which fifth. Which one did Paul Greengrass do? Was that the first one? He did. He did the second and third. Second and third yeah. ones. Yeah. yeah, I think I like the second and third ones the best. I think those are the best for me. Those are the best born movies, and that that would be close. Both of both of those and Kill Bill are close for me, but yeah. but they don't they don't make the top three. I don't I don't know I, I, something about like kill, for Kill Bill. I love Kill Bill. I think Kill Bill is awesome, but over time, I think the uh, like the ridiculous gore kind of. Yeah, I guess I haven't watched it in a while, but it de- like yeah. it was such a it blew my mind so like cuz I remember Ellen and I my wife went just like we're walking around town like one of those, you know, when you're young and you just kind of like doing stuff <laughs> like for fun. Yeah. Uh and we just kind of like we're like, "Hey, should we go see that Kill Bill movie? Like the previews look stupid, but let's go see it." <laughs> yeah. And like it was so awesome and just be yeah, and it's- like it is awesome, but I like since then uh, Quentin Tarantino has done like some of the things he's done. I don't like. I don't like the over the top gore, like cartoony gore that he he does in like the end of Django. Yeah. Or um, um, like most of the Hateful Eight. <laughs> like, well, yeah, uh, you you kind of at yeah. some point you're like, okay, we're building tension. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Totally. Um, but. But Kill Bill is still awesome. It's up there for me, for sure. Matt, are you, are you still struggling? No, I think I got it now. <clears throat> All right. I was for a second there, like, I was going to try to, like, uh, fence myself in with the idea that, like, the action movie has to take place in ostensibly modern times and, <laughs> okay. and without too many sci-fi elements. Okay. Um, which I, okay. I think that's kind of what I think about when I'm thinking about action so, films. So not Mad Max then? Not Mad Max. Like I'm. Yeah, okay. I guess I, I was kind of like 
people are fighting each other with their with their hands and <laughs> I'm, I'm and and occasionally guns, but mostly hands. That's what I yeah, was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I'm not really. I'm not going to really adhere to those. To that. Well, to for me, rules. for me, Mad Max it, uh, is it's it's more action movie than sci-fi to me because particularly the Road Warrior because of the last I don't know act of the movie, which is just like. And which is the same with the newest Mad Max movie, which is like the, chase. the car battle, yeah. like the car chase battle scenes, which are amazing, which yeah. are just beyond amazing. I would definitely pick Fury yeah. Road, but I'm I'm not going to yeah. because uh, I'm thinking because what I'm going to pick is I'm going to pick Die Hard. Um, get that out of the way. Um, let's say Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Oh, and, I was going to do that too. It's number four. <laughs> but but you said no sci-fi elements. I, I I'm giving up on that because like I <laughs> okay. There's I know that if I thought about it longer and I, I would be able to think of something better within the category within my rule and rules, but I I can't right now. And when yeah. I'm just thinking about stuff off the top of my head, Terminator Two: Judgment Day is definitely an action film that I would yeah. think about. Um, and then I'd sit down and watch it any time. Uh, and I always and and. I always be entertained. Yeah, uh, I I would have I would have said that a while ago, but like a little while ago. But I recently watched it, and I was I was kind of bored. Was you were bored? bored? Yeah, I yeah. actually uh, watched yeah. it not, you know, not recently, but not too long ago, and I was like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> I th- I think for the time it was like awesome mind-bogglingly awesome yeah but like i mean the, still but, in my brain there's there's like a terminator yeah. i really like the tv series that was on yeah Fox. oh man i loved yeah. that tv series with uh the sarah Con- chronicles or not cerisi uh, uh yeah, the, the, khaleesi no 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 khaleesi. well yeah but um it's uh the, <laughs> the queen names <laughs> yeah. i can't remember her name on Game cersei. Of Thrones. cersei cersei cerisi yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, I love. I really loved that show, and then, it, yeah. then, then, like, I didn't know. I had no idea it was getting canceled. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, there's just this episode where they're like, "And we're wrapping it up." And you're like, yeah. "Oh, <laughs> that was not expected and unsatisfying." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, think, in think... my mind, there's this great Terminator movie or show that needs to exist and it just never well i does. think that i think terminator <laughs> 2 is is the best version of terminator but uh and it's good it's a great movie but i just i was just kind of bored and maybe it was because i know everything that was going to happen and i'd seen it a million times i feel like but, the best version of terminator doesn't have arnold schwarzenegger in it at all interesting <laughs> well terminator 4 is terrible uh, i didn't see uh, it, but salvation that one's god awful i i, I will uh, watch it eventually but yeah, uh, and the fifth one is the one with Khaleesi in it. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen it either. I was so I don't pissed plan about the fourth Wait, one. I don't want to see. Which one's the Christian Bale one where he yells? That's Salvation. the fourth one. Okay, that's yeah. Yeah, I you we you wait around that whole movie for it to get good. Yeah, you know what's the most impressive thing about that movie is when he yelled at that guy. Uh, you know, not on in the movie, I don't but not in the movie, but the, oh, the, yeah, the, the recording, the audio clip. Oh yeah, American accent good. the whole time. That was very yeah. state in character. Wow, oh. I didn't you know, even consider that. Wow, yeah, yeah, I never, I never thought about that. We're yeah, that done is, professionally. Are you a professional or not? 
<laughs> yeah. You know, that is kind of amazing. And uh, I don't know, kind of respectable <laughs> that he was, he went off, but like stayed in character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because man, he's the like, man loves his work. John Connor would not tolerate this improfessional yeah. behavior. There are lives on yeah. the line. It's a shame that the movie he was taking so seriously was so terrible. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, I, I, I mean, that probably happens to him half the time. <laughs> yeah, or all actors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so, so Matt, what did you say? You said... Uh, Terminator 2 was number two. Yeah. And the third one, this is maybe borderline action film, but it has one of the greatest action scenes in it. Uh, and that's Old Boy. Okay, oh, that's yeah. an action movie. Yeah, that's a, totally an action movie. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I like that movie. That you're thinking of the the long side scrolling. Yeah, with, when he's fighting take. with the hammer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, that's that really good. good. I liked it. I liked Old Boy, but I don't know. The end of it just left me sick to my stomach a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think that's the point. <laughs> Like yeah, that's exactly I, I how you're know. supposed to feel. At that, at that I moment. know, but I know, but like that's that's. It, I, I I'm more I'm more a Mission Impossible kind of guy. I want to walk away. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I want to walk away being like, yeah, that was incredible. That, that was, was incredible, and fun. That was <laughs> that was possible. <laughs> you know, that's how I want to walk away. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to say Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, but I was trying to adhere to my rules a little bit you know it's like it takes place in 1936 like it's too yeah yeah it's like a period piece and an action there's a lot of action in it obviously but like i'm not going to count that one the idea right. i mean that's an action movie i, I would know. call yeah, it an action yeah it's, movie. it's an action movie um and it's great yeah. <laughs> i would definitely yeah. call it an action movie it falls especially just like... short of having like wham pow put on the screen yeah <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. It's an action it's, movie. It's an action movie. Yeah. Uh, well, it's good to know, guys. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. But but mainly, I really wanted... I, you should watch the Mission Impossible movies and appreciate them because they're beautiful. That's what I want everyone to say. Or everyone to know. Except for the second one. I want so. everyone to know it and say it. And say it, yeah. <laughs> say it to others. Even if you haven't watched them. Yeah. Well, I don't, feel... Don't I feel... let... Don't let Tom Cruise deter you from enjoying these movies. Yeah, I've, I, yeah. Despite what he thinks about what happens after you die. <laughs> yeah. You know what's hard to get out of my mind is that uh, uh, the the I forget her name, but the main actress from The Handmaid's Tale is a Scientologist. Yeah. Oh, Elizabeth yep. Moss. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like I like. I just don't believe it. Well, she was. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's disappointing. Well, it's but, it's but, so but, weird in the context of that show to like. But but she was also born into it. Her parents were both Scientologists. Yeah. So maybe so she's who, just like I don't know. I go there sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe she has no choice. <laughs> like. Yeah. That actually brings me to my question of the week. Okay. Uh, uh, I assuming you guys went to church when you were little. Like, uh, what? What flavor was it? Oh, whoa! This is a heavy. This is a heavy question. Is it? Nah, not really. <laughs> not for me. Anyway. I, I didn't assume there'd be any real surprises, but I I was raised Catholic. Okay. Y- yeah. How was that for you? Uh, 
boring and I never I never really um really bought into it. Like I would go I'd have to go to uh Sunday school and I would and also regular school. So I so I would go to Sunday school and be like this isn't really school. This is like this is like Did you ever ask complicated questions at Sunday school? Uh I not really. I just goofed off. Like my friends and I just didn't pay attention. We just goofed off. I didn't take the whole thing seriously at all because I, there were no grades and it was like uh this is this isn't I'm not being taught things that are going to help me get a job or anything. This isn't school, you yeah. know? I was just like, why are they calling this school? This doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I was I was a uh in a Lutheran church, which I call like plain flavored. (laughs) But, uh, 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 I, I I recall in Sunday school asking who wrote the Bible and not getting a good answer back at all. Yeah. That's just like, I feel like a hard one to answer. It's a basic question. I'm just like, (laughs) like who wrote, who was, who wrote this and getting like a weird answer, but you know, not really thinking about it. But that being said, like I mostly went to Sunday school and didn't go to church service like hardly ever. I don't yeah. like I, No, I had to go to church all the time. My too. parents weren't down for that. So Yeah. How about you, Matt? Um my parents were raised Catholic. Uh they didn't really raise me Catholic. We didn't go to church. Uh I went to church sometimes when I was staying with my grandma. My parents um, had me go to, like, religious education classes for a little bit. Um, But they gave me the choice. This was, like, in second or third grade. They gave me the choice of whether I wanted to continue going to them. Mm -hmm. And I told them that I didn't want to. (laughs) So, uh, which seems pretty obvious because, like, um, I didn't like the classes. Um, And... I was kind of I was the kind of kid who liked school and I was thought I was good at school. And so when I went to these religious education classes as somebody who never went to church, I wasn't very good at them. <laughs> you know, like they'd be asking questions about the Bible or whatever and I wouldn't know the answer. You know, and then they'd be asking, you know, like larger questions and they wouldn't jive with like what I knew like the world was like, like Wait a second. How did how could there be a flood? And there was this. Where were the dinosaurs? And, you know. And they would be like, "Oh, what did they didn't save the dinosaurs?" I'm like, "That doesn't make any sense." And like, yeah. it's funny. Like, uh, like you you mentioned dinosaurs, and I remember like in my brain, dinosaurs and the whole Bible were disconnected, and I was just like, "Oh, well, the Bible doesn't know about dinosaurs." And like I, yeah. like. Before I like, you know, this is when I was like really young. I was like, they just don't know about it. So it's like, you know, you can't blame them. They don't. Yeah, know. yeah, that's kind of what I thought. Yeah. I was just like, it's just a separate thing. Yeah, it's just like, oh, we're <laughs> just talking about we're just talking about the Jesus stuff that happened. Yeah. and like all, and all that. Yeah. like dinosaurs is a separate like issue. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't separate for me. And well, it, it shouldn't have been. <laughs> no, no, you're right. It shouldn't have been. And if I would have gotten the choice in second grade, I easily would have said no. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, absolutely. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was a place to just you know get me out of their get me and my sister out of their hair for a solid <laughs> hour and a half. That's probably what it was for my parents too. Yeah, and it's you know it's free. Yeah. My parents told me that they they wanted to give me the choice 
of whether I wanted to do this because they weren't doing it. And <laughs> I mean, it, but you know, it probably came down to we were like, well, we don't want to deal with him for an hour. Here's yeah. maybe he'll love this, and then we'll have a, an extra hour to ourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Most of my most of my going to church experience is that thing where you'd stay at a friend's house, and they'd be like, "All right, you can stay over, but you're coming to church with us tomorrow." And you'd be like, "Okay," and then you'd go, and you'd be like, "Oh, it's so weird. Yeah, it's so boring." It's really boring. There's always a kid really. with like a bag of candy and every other kid could see him from across the whole church. Just so like... boring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think about like how like coveting way his back, candy. Way, <laughs> yeah, just like way way back when way back when it could have made sense. Like when there was nothing there was no nothing else to read, nothing else to do but like go hear someone give a sermon. Like it would make it would probably be exciting. It only like, makes sense to me in a world where no one else could read except for the guy <laughs> giving the sermon. Yeah, yeah. That's the only way it tracks to me at all. Because otherwise, everyone can read. Okay, this is a boring place to be. <laughs> Here's ten yeah. percent of my income. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, yeah. I mean, there's the you know, there's, it's about community getting together you know well, yeah, but, uh, but i bet i bet there were actual like early on examples of people who were giving good sermons like good speeches they had good things to say about life about morality about philosophy there there must be there must have been like yeah it just got i'm sure that's out there yeah but but like it just became like so such a routine that it's become like the same old thing over and over and over. it's just like a machine that's, yeah. that's all it is and it's like, boring i love the show the good place i feel like i'd go yeah. to a moral philosophy church like yeah yeah once a month <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh yeah uh, uh like i occasionally go to church services like with uh with my wife over the holidays and like one thing i don't understand at all is like the rhythm of the music like it's always like the 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 organ is just barely like in my mind like there's a rhythm i don't understand to it like the organ is barely staying like on the road for me and i'm just like <laughs> i don't i don't know when we're getting to this next verse and i don't quite it's it's not 4/4 four, four, is what i'm saying and i just don't get it <laughs> it's it's god for yeah. is what it is yeah oh, so <laughs> i i always get like a little like i start singing the song and i'm like you know what this is horrible. I'm not doing this. <laughs> this is fi- follows no rhyme or reason. All right. Well, on, on that note, um, I, I think we got to wrap this up. Yeah, I gotta, it's getting I gotta, late. I got to put my baby to bed. Yeah. Yeah, well, thanks for listening to another episode of The Good Place, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and, as, and as Sam's uncle says, bye for now. Bye for now. <laughs>